Hi, this is Cheyenne. And this is Rachel. Welcome to What the Finance. We're so glad you're here. So it's the start of a new year. Hooray! (laughs) And we've been talking a lot the last few months about setting up a budget that works for your financial goals without ever actually talking about how to set financial goals. Mm -hmm. So we're just going to take advantage of the new year. (laughs) This was not planned at all. No. Actually. (laughs) Which is, I think, what makes it even more funny. (laughs) That it was not at all planned. (laughs) We are are totally winging this. You know, we've talked about financial goals and how important it is to have them, but we never talked about, first of all, like what kinds of financial goals you could have or how to set them, (laughs) like, at all. I think we've We've kind of touched on, you know, working towards being debt free and having a, a a budget of some sort, but in and of themselves, those are two financial goals. Like having a budget set up is, is a really good goal. If it's something you don't do, it's something you can work towards. If it's something that you already do, there you go. There's your small win. Like, yeah, so way to be um, and working towards debt freedom, if that's a thing that works for you. The, the, there's multiple goals because it's very daunting to just look at the very long-term goal that is being debt-free sometimes and waiting for that. So you can break it down and give yourself little wins along the way. It's what yeah. we do. It works for me. But there are kind of, all kinds of other things. Um, early retirement is a big one that I didn't realize was such a huge movement, especially in people around our age. So that like, 30s, 40s age, but it's a really big thing now. And that's awesome. And people, people totally do it with their first job. Yeah. Like as teenagers, as, as teenagers, like like a 16 year old going, I'm going to retire when I'm 35. But something that I really like about finance goals is that I personally think that they're fun. Admittedly, I'm a nerd. So I would think that, but I also think that they are easy to measure. When I think of people and doing New Year's resolutions, where we happen to be around that time, so I'm hearing a lot about New Year's resolutions right now. Sometimes I feel like people pick goals that are really hard to measure. And so it's hard to determine whether or not you've made progress on that or, and I think that because of that, that's why a lot of people don't follow through because they don't, they they didn't, I think that, I think that what people actually do is they sit, they set intentions instead of goals, but they don't recognize that that's what they've done. And so they feel like they, they've failed and they give up, if that yeah. makes sense. Well, I mean, and that's exactly what happens. Like, I did not review this information for this episode. I do really like doing research about setting goals. That's exactly what happens. <clears throat> right? Or people will, I don't want to crap on fit on like wellness goals, but New Year's resolutions is usually like, hey, I want to lose 10 pounds this year. Mm-hmm. But then you don't make a plan to to do that. Right. Or you don't think about why you want to lose 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right? Is it more about the number? Like, is it the number on the scale? Or do you think that you're going to feel healthier at that number? Um, mm-hmm. And so then when it's maybe after the end of a really long day, when you have, you've set a goal to get healthier and shed some pounds, but then all three of your children spend the entire morning 
crying for various reasons. And so when they finally go down for their nap, you eat half a cake based on real life. Uh, <laughs> no judgment at all. <laughs> like Then you feel like you failed. Only, no, you didn't. The kids are still alive. And the worst thing that happened is that you ate half the cake. And the same thing I think is true, you know, like for money goals, right? Like just because you blow it one week or one month or whatever. Like that doesn't mean that you have failed. Mm-hmm. Like you just pick up and keep trying, but people are, I mean, we live in an instant gratification society. Right. And so if it's not like, okay, January is over and I wanted to be a homeowner this year and now I'm not a homeowner. So, well, that's it. Right. Not buying a house. That's not how it works. <laughs> Right. And honestly, that, that is why I think that financial goals are so much easier than any other goals because the, the measurement is kind of built in right there for them. You, you have the, the term, but then there's, you also to, to get there, you have to figure out those steps. And so it's, it's a really good way to train yourself on how to, to set goals and how to achieve them. It's kind of like a built-in video game for life. There's like single player mode or co-op mode. The other thing that I think is kind of nice about setting financial goals is this is actually a thing that's been documented. It's called the fresh start effect. Um, and you can, it's kind of playing a mental trick on yourself, right? So like, like January collectively, right? Like we're all like, it's a new year and we're going to set a new goal and everybody's super motivated. And then, like I just said, right? Like you run out of motivation. Mm-hmm at the end of the month, but you can build in fresh starts to your goal whenever you want. You know, if you build your financial goal to be like, I'm going to check in every month, you do awesome at the end of the month, then you got that fresh start going into the new month. Or like Monday, it's a new day of the week. It's a fresh start. You can do better this week than you did last week. Man. Finances are so much like video games, like those platformer video games. It's, it's wild. Like, because like, if you do well at the end of one month and you, you move on to the next month, like you either get to level up or you, you just retry the same level. Like it's totally, it's a video game. Finances are video games. Yeah. Who freaking knew? Yeah. Uh, well, scientists kind of did. And people who develop video games, popular ones, at least the platformer ones that they, they know people were motivated by small wins. That's why they give them to us. So we keep playing and when it gets really hard, we just keep going. It's a thing. I think the, the important takeaways about the goals conversation, they have to be realistic. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's the important thing, making sure that they're, they're realistic. And that's sometimes that's hard to, to, to judge right away. But again, with finances, it's a, it's a little easier to do because you know what is financially possible. If you've already set up your budget, if you've put that work in, if not, you'll learn when you reach your first goal and set up the first budget. So I would say in addition to making sure that it's realistic, also giving yourself grace. Oh yeah. I think it's kind of like the second piece to Mm -hmm. that, right? Like if you go into a new year and you say, um, my goal is to be debt free Mm -hmm. this year. Uh, And then halfway through, it becomes clear that maybe you're not gonna make it. It's okay. It is. Keep trying because that's your goal. Mm-hmm. But don't don't beat yourself up 
about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, I think, and that's, I mean, that's, that's just with everything in life. Like, give yourself some grace. We are our own worst critics. You know, we, we, we judge ourselves very harshly. And there is always an opportunity to, to do something different or better next time. There is, there is almost nothing in, in life that is not fixable. Like you, you have opportunity to, to do something differently because we've all been there. It's, it happens. I, yeah, it really does. And especially after this past year that we had, like 2020, I think if it taught us anything, it is life happens. And I hope that that lesson is not forgotten as we go along because well, well, 2020 was just a bad year for most people and even worse for others. I think that it's, it's important to, to keep in mind that just because we may not have a, a year as bad as that one ever again, it's important to recognize that, that life happens and that that's okay and that there's nothing that we can do about that. Humans have this odd sense of needing to control things, which is hilarious because we can't actually really control anything. Basically, yeah. <laughs> and so just like roll with it and I don't know, man, wing it. As I'm thinking through it, I, I want to give some like actual examples of goals that you can set because I feel like we've mentioned some big ones, right? Becoming mm -hmm. debt-free, buying a house. That, I was certainly speaking for myself, those things are not within reach. That does not mean that I'm just not going to set any financial goals, right? Like they can also be, your financial goals can also be smaller, even a lot smaller, right? Like um, as an example in my own life, eating out, not eating out as much is a financial goal. Mm. I also think that we've talked about like what I would consider to be really boring goals. Like mm -hmm. I love finances, so I'm... I get nerd excited about all of it, but, <laughs> but we've talked about boring goals. There are other goals. There are other finance goals, whether that be buying a video game that you wanted or saving for a vacation or building up your wardrobe with, with pieces of clothing that you've wanted. Like there are different, there, pick the goal that you want and saving to get a massage or something like that, or whatever it may be, pick the thing that works for you. Because yeah. if it's something that you want to do, you're more likely to do it. And then once you learn that it's it's doable, it's easier to, to tackle some of those other ones that are a little bit harder and maybe a little bit more boring. Right. And I think we talk about a bunch. Pick some goals that give you those small wins. Mm-hmm. Right? Because maybe there in the back of your mind, you want to be debt-free someday and it just feels enormous. Mm -hmm. It is. And you don't think you can do it. And that's fine. Pick something that you know that you'll succeed at and step up from there. Mm -hmm. Whatever the thing is. Speaking of goals, this is kind of funny. We posted on Facebook that one of our goals was to hit 100 likes on our Facebook page. I also, I think it's worth noting that like as we're talking about all of this stuff about goals, when, when Rachel and I sat down most seriously this last time and we're like okay we're gonna make time to make this work and neither of us particularly got less busy um but we still we you know we fit it in we set goals for our podcast we we talked about like what our vision was for it but we also we set little goals for ourselves and there have been plenty of times that we have not reached those goals and we talk about it we figure out what works best for us. We realized 
early on that some of the, the goals that we set were just not attainable for us in our lives right now. And we, we changed them to make it work for us. Pretty much, as you may notice, if you are a dedicated listener to the podcast, we only have two a month now, you know, for the last couple of months. Um, and that was a direct reflection of really how much work we realized it is to have a podcast. <laughs> oh, for real. Thank you for listening to this episode of What the Finance. You can subscribe everywhere you get your podcast so you never miss an episode. You can also email us at what underscore the underscore finance at protonmail.com. Visit us on Facebook at What the Finance. Follow us on Instagram at What the Finance. Check us out on Pinterest at What the Finance or tweet us at finance underscore what.